All right, we're back for another episode of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast from Shibuya, Tokyo. I'm Cliff. Chocolate Buddha in the house. And yes, Shibuya is our second home. I guess it's the hub for daytime happenings in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. And nighttime. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that. we're always here in Shibuya. Every every what, ninety nine percent of the time is yeah. Shibuya? Yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. But yeah, we're here in the mobile man cave and we're about ready to have a little fun with two awesome people. Definitely, definitely. Yes, sir. And uh yeah, so we have podcasts that focus on the international community here in Japan. Um and when I say international community, that's everyone. That's all inclusive. It's not just foreigners. Um Japanese as well are part of the international community. Some people might hear the word international and they think, oh, maybe it's just talking about foreigners. But no, we're talking about a lot of people or everybody. I prefer using the word universal community, but we'll stick with international. Yeah, international. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, this interview today, man, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Yes, sir. I, I don't even know how to start, but you know what? We have two very dope people here in the van today, one has been on the podcast before, and one is actually in town from Atlanta, from the U.S., and you're going to hear all about them. So without any further ado, I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, I'm the founding father, iconic pioneer, Andre Mizrahi, and I started the House of Mizrahi in 1992. Hi, I'm legendary mother, Kopi Mizrahi. Uh, I'm a now international mother of House of Mizrahi. All right, yes, and we had Kopi on a while back. Uh, you can go back and listen to that episode, but now we have Andre. We have the icon. The icon. The, the papa son. The top dog. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. So how, how, does it, how does it feel to be in Tokyo for the first time? Um, amazing. Actually, um, I was nervous because I never took a 12, 13-hour flight. Yes. This is my first time. I went many, many different countries, but never 13 hours. So, um, and me knowing Kopi for 10 years, it's only... Right to finally get here, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it was amazing, completely. Uh, so far, I loved every minute of it. Ayo, this is Late, a.k.a. Corn Rebel, Mega Late Show, Speakeasy TYO, Life Park, Ill Ruminations Affiliated, and you are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast with Chocolate Buddha and Tokyo Cliff in a band riding around. Okay. How's the food? The food was good. And what was weird is everybody kept telling me to stay away from the food. But everything <laughs> that I have ate so far is good. Even the candy that people was giving me, I'm good. Like, <laughs> who maybe was my telling stomach you to... is still anyway. But okay, I'm who good. was telling you to stay away from the food? Americans. Americans yeah, it was like, course. they got sick, da da da, stay away from the food, watch it, do not drink this, do not. They was telling me something. Oh, oh you, was it the Southern folks, bro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. We know our kind. <laughs> they, baby, don't be eating that thing that move around. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were yeah, saying well, no, a lot. Even, even New York people, they, they ain't yeah. eating no wild shit. Yeah, yeah. especially New York. Yeah. I, yeah, my my whole family ain't eating nothing that... <laughs> if it ain't chicken or, or yeah, beef or Yeah, if it ain't steak, something that they know... Baked, yeah. fried. They're not playing with it. Mm-hmm. Ain't They're no octopus or nothing. Nah, nah, I'm telling you. 
<laughs> I probably try more stuff with her here yeah. than I ever tried in life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, we need to let them know back home that these people eat this wild, crazy, weird stuff. They live to be 100. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? so old. amazing that you said that because for the last two days, I was looking at so many elderly people mm. walking around. And, and that's one thing I would say. I think that, truthfully, I don't know what they're doing here, but I think they got a longer life here with elderly than, in you know, in the U.S. or where I'm from is because I don't see it that often. Well, Not like I've seen it here. Then they walk a lot. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, you, yeah. But that's you, a part of good health magic. anyway. Walking. Absolutely, absolutely. Show sure enough. There's a few factors to that. Walking, um, they also ride a lot of bikes, yeah. bicycles. Right? And that's still exercise. That's still mm-hmm. exercise. Anything from walking, dancing, and yeah. biking, yes. all of that is exercise, and that's something that we all need the older mm-hmm. we get. So yes. that's a blessing that they do. And, you know, because, you know, I live kind of, I live outside Tokyo, and I see a lot of peop- uh, older Japanese people walking. And I, every time I see them, some even running in their sixties, and yes. I'm just like, yes. I can't even imagine my grandmother's riding bicycles. Yes. Bro, we're you talking know? about eighties and nineties out there with running shorts. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. ones that I've seen, and don't get my mom's is she'd be eighty five this okay. year. Oh. My mom's is still living and Word. everything. But the ones that I've seen look about her age, and I was like, wow, they are still walking. They are vibrant. They noticing it. Like I was like amazed that I've seen over at least 20 people that was that age yeah. walking, just pumping yeah, to the store. Yeah. yeah, full of life. Right? <laughs> Stick with Kopi, bro. Stick with Kopi. Kopi gonna give you some of that food, and you're gonna be like 90 years old, still that's doing them things up. I saw you doing <laughs> on YouTube, on the floor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that's what's up. <laughs> and any, any, like, any particular dish that kind of like you were like, um, mm. But I don't know the dishes, but I huh. ate at Kopi's house. Okay. And oh, they Lord. cooked like five different dishes, but everything was good. I don't know the name of anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just ate it, and I was full, and it was good. Well, that's see, at least, at least you you was like all right i'm gonna try it yeah i'm one of those i will try anything one time because you 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 should you know that's your horizon to see if you are gonna like something so don't keep me from it but if i don't like it i would just say i don't like it but i actually enjoyed it yeah because you know most people i think it's the look yeah if 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 it doesn't look right to yeah you be like uh uh, i'm good it's certain things if it's it's the look too i'm not gonna say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. certain things i'm just not gonna do oh same here my brother and i've been over here 38 years you know what i'm saying so (laughs) so but you know advice to all 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 brothers you know all black folks you know just keep some tabasco sauce in your purse if you gotta work yeah 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 (laughs) word yeah definitely um so kopi how does how does it feel for your father to be here for oh, Andre to be yeah, here. It's amazing. So it was kind of my dream, yeah, to have him here in Japan. And, yeah, so we finally made it. It's, it made it happen. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was so happy that to uh, have my father to my ball judging. And also, uh, yeah, I just really wanted to have him for teaching the classes. Yeah, because he's a, one of the pioneers from the ballroom scene in, yes. in New York. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just, yeah, feel amazing. I, I bet, I bet. And yet, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, you and Andre, your relationship later on in the podcast. Um, so, yeah, um, Andre, tell us, so if I'm, if, I'm not, if I'm correct here, you joined the ballroom team around like 19 years old? Yes, I was a compl- I was 19 years old. Okay. Um, right after my son was born, I joined um, the ballroom scene. Correct. Okay, talk about just some of the things that were like going on with your life. Right at the time you entered the ballroom scene. Um, 
Well, I was trying to find myself. Okay. I was heterosexual from the age of 12 that I've known what, you know, which way to go uh-huh. until 19. But during that time, I won't lie, my whole life I was trying to figure out who I were because I were attracted to men. But I would not, you know, proceed with it because I just felt it was not right. Okay. You know, that's what you're getting taught from, from exactly. day one when you're growing up. Absolutely. That is not right. So you fight the demons and, until you figure out for yourself what is right for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the age of 19, um, I was dating a girl for like three years. Okay. Um, and that's my baby mom's. Okay. Um, still love her to death. Still really, really close friends. Okay. Um, and right after he was born, we broke up. Um, okay. completely, and then I said, well, you know what, let me just try it, so it's like, we try food, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, and see if this is what I want, you know, and when I tried it, that's basically, I knew it was what I wanted, and okay. that's where I stayed completely. Yeah. All right, all right, and then, so you, what made you into the ballroom scene, though? Um, <clears throat> I had a best friend, I still have a best friend, mm-hmm. um, Actually, I don't know if y'all know what a trans man is. Um, yes, 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 yes. So um, at that time, um, he wasn't a trans man, but he transitioned over, and now he's a trans man. And we was best friends. She was a girl. I was a boy from 13 years old on my block. So we grew up together. So finally, when my son was born and all that, he was like, I'm going to the village. And I was like, what is the village? He was like, it's just a spot where all my friends hang out. So he didn't really tell me the truth yes. because he knew I wasn't going to go. So then he was like, okay, just come with me. And I was like, okay, I'll come with you. So when I went, I've seen so many different, you know, gay, you know, people. Some was dancing, some was just sitting, some was chilling, listening to music. And I felt like, I didn't feel scary or nothing. I just felt like a little ease at home where I was like, wow, it's so many different people that look heterosexual that's here. There's, you know, it's the flamboyant ones. Yes. And it's the middle. You know, you have all three types. And I was like, wow. So it is, you know, a place that people do go that they feel at home. Mm. So that's where uh, my best friend took me. And that's how I seen the first part of anything that was gay. And, you know, I, I have a little story. I try to be quick as possible with it uh, mm-hmm. about that and so you know i'm heterosexual but you know i'm from new york as well correct and i used to work in the village right okay so the village is a special place to me as well even yes. as a heterosexual because yes. and they have two sides yes they do they have the christopher side which is the gay it, side exactly then the west fourth side which is the you know the heterosexual yes. side and i was yes. on the more so to the West Fourth Side. Yeah, um, yeah. I used to work on Waverly Place actually, correct, correct. and um, but you know, I would take the you know the train, one train sometimes, and, yeah. you know, get off Christopher Street, yeah, and that's the beginning. And walk of it over, right there. yeah, and yeah. walk over, and yeah, and even I remember even getting off the train on Christopher Street one day, just as I got outside, I saw two guys kissing, yeah. you know. But you know that's 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 normal in the village, right? Yeah. But so my point was that um, I, I worked in the village. And um, I used to, I used to do like security, right? And Correct. I, had, I was working for the security company, mm-hmm. and you know I, I knew the reputation of the village, right? Yeah. So I didn't really hang out there, and so I got hired to the security company, and then you know they send you to different locations. So they were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna send you to such and such street, and I was like, all right. I was, no, they was like, we're gonna send you to this hotel, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, well, where's the hotel? And they were like, uh, in the village. I was just like. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I just kind of—I never hung knew. out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, me as a heterosexual person, I was like, ah. But actually, um, I got used to 
people and different type of people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it opened me up because yeah. I, I used to be homophobic, as they yes. say, right? I used and to a be, lot of people are. Yes. Because you hear so many different things, so you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. yeah. And it goes back to what something you just said is we are taught. Yes. Certain things. Correct. Certain things are not right, you know. And, Especially and, in the church. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Correct. Exactly. Um, yeah. I've even been approached. Correct. In, in, in several different ways. On a train, um, just even walking in the street, yeah. a dude come up and try to start a conversation. And then I, I kind of see he's he's getting too far with it. Yeah. But I, I just politely just, you know, yeah. decline or whatever. So it, I think it was, I needed that experience mm-hmm. to actually open grow. up, to, to grow. grow. To, to grow, grow. exactly. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for the village, I, I don't think I would be, like we've had gay people on. Mm-hmm. We've had several mm-hmm. gay people on. So mm-hmm. um, it just really opened me up to accepting everybody for yeah. who they are. For who they are. And, and as long as you're doing right by yourself and right by people and not Correct. intentionally trying to harm people, yeah. you're a good person to me. That's, right? And I feel the same way. But yep. one, one quick question. Now, uh, I was reading, and your son, your son's probably, what, late 20s? He's 31. 31. Oh, yes. 88, baby. Correct. Yeah, my, my daughter's 31. What, yep. what, what month was he born? Uh, January 29th. All right, he got my daughter beat by a few days. She was born February 10th. Ah, but, uh, same anyway. sign, Aquarius. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there's the energy there. there That's why go. we all here in this van, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, how does your son feel about... How does he accept it? Uh, if you uh, don't mind sharing. Oh no, I'm I'm an open book. Completely. Oh, oh, oh man. Um my son it's amazing because I I hid it from my son until he was about 10. But he was in school one day and I've been dancing all my life. All my life. I was on Apollo, I won in in 99. So all my whole life I was just, you know. So he was about 99, well, about 10 or 11 or something. So he said I was in school and some boy said, that's your faggot on TV. Your faggot father's on TV dancing or something. Wow. And he beat the child up. And then I said, why did you beat the child <laughs> up? He was like, I know you're gay, but he's not going to disrespect my father. And and I never told him I was gay, but he's he was an intelligent child. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and I was like, yeah, do you have a problem with me being gay? He was like, no, you're still my father. I love you for who you are. If that's what you like, that's what you like. I can't tell you what to do. And at, at that age of 10, I was amazed that he said that. You know, wow. oh, At 10, he said that at 10? At 10, he Dope. said that. Wow. Yeah, and that was it from then. We never, ever discussed it again and he follows me he comes to some of my balls he you know he knows my whole life period. okay that's yeah. beautiful that's, yeah that is. thanks for sharing that bro. Oh, no, you're welcome yes yeah. sir yes sir yeah. so and as we all know the ballroom um community it was started by uh people of the lgbt community right Correct. so Correct. talk about that a little bit um um Okay. Well, I started in 1988. Okay. But my mom's was so weird is when I came out of the closet and finally told her about a ball, because my first ball was in 88, I was really excited to be gay. So in 88 in December, that was my first ball. So after the ball, I was excited. And I said, Ma, I went to a ball. And she was like, a ball? She was like, I went to a ball before. And then I was <laughs> like, I said, I'm in the house of Labasia, because that's when I was a Labasia. And she was like, I met Pepper Labasia. So I'm sitting here gagging wow. that my moms went to a ball. And, you know, this is, I, I was just lost then completely. I was like, why was you at a ball? She said, I don't remember, but one of my friends went to some fashion show and we ended up at a ball and I met Pepper Labasia. And I was like, wow, it's such a small world yes. completely. So that was my entrance of basically my mom's and the beginning of ballroom at that time. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that, did you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, so you learned yeah, something yeah. new, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe's looking at you like, hmm. <laughs> say what? It was something else you didn't know either. What did, what, 
something yesterday. You was like, I didn't know that. It was something we was in the restaurant talking about. And you said, uh, I didn't know that. But I forgot what it was. Well, yeah, I forgot. It was something, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah, a lot of things. And, and I don't Cause know. Because she usually know everything about me. Okay. So it's, I guess during this week and a few things slipped in the last year. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, y'all going to have an interesting conversation after yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> after this thing we doing here. Well, yes, I'm, glad, I'm glad we can bring that out. You know, mm-hmm. bring that out. Uh, yeah. These so, um, yeah, that was the beginning of my um, ballroom career. Um, just really excited, really wanting to just learn talent and show talent. Didn't know what I had to offer or anything. I just knew I wanted to battle whoever had talent okay. because I was always one of those competitors where gotcha. I just needed to battle something to have fun, you know. So that's what it was all about to me. And the difference between yesterday and today to me, mm-hmm. um, so much. So much. Um, I wouldn't change it all though. Okay. Mm. Some I like, some I don't. Okay. Um, because with without change, you have no future. Yes. And a lot of people don't know that. Some people stuck in time. Absolutely. I would never be stuck in time. I might yeah. don't even like what they're doing, but I'm gonna have to do it to blend in with them, yeah. if that makes sense, you know. And I tell a lot of my kids that, um, you don't actually have to follow the time, but you don't want to be left back either. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to you like kind of graduate because when I was, it was, a, it was a part of a dance that's called the Macaella. Y'all would see it as it just dropped to the floor real fast. Yes. Woof. Yes. That's the name of it, Macaella. Mm-hmm. So I hated it at first. Like, okay, yeah. I completely hated it. Like, I'm not doing that bullshit. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not hurting myself, hitting my back. <laughs> but... Everybody was winning that was doing it, you know. Okay. So I said, I'm going to have to do this bullshit. <laughs> now, no shade, I love it, you know. It's something that I have to do, you know, period, because it's just a part of performance now. But that's just in general, that's one of the things that I didn't like, but I joined it. Um, there's certain things that, you know, they have fights that can slow down too. Yeah. You know, definitely. Um, And this is a part of life. It's not ballroom to me with the the drugs or, you know, certain things that enter whatever field you in that brings the value down. Yes, you know, that's some of that that could be changed as well. Um, so, you know, them are some of the downfalls for it. Let me, let me, um, sorry to cut you off. Let me go back to the beginning. Cause I, we, we have listeners here and I think a lot, a lot of them might not understand or know what is ballroom coach. So I kind of want to break that down a little bit. So can you break down, um, just like, the, the concept of houses okay. and any everything that goes on okay. structurally-wise. To, in to me, book. houses are the ferority, to break that down quicker, okay. where you have so many different ferorities battling each other. But don't get me wrong, 90% of these ferorities are gay. Okay. In some type of way, LGBG, you know, yeah. can, mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. type of way. We do have a lot of um, heterosexual women. Okay. That joined ballroom. Maybe a few men, but not that many. And if it is men, they're not really saying they are heterosexual because they really don't belong in the game. Mm-hmm. It really was built for only women and completely the gay community. Okay. That's where it started from completely. So everybody will pick different ferority names and makeup group names that they feel comfortable with. And and ride with competitions against each chapter of, you know, the sororities completely. Yeah. That's usually how it's built down for the battles. Okay. Where it started really locally from New York City, and now you see I'm in Japan. So exactly. it's so huge now, it's ridiculous where they have TV shows on it and so yes. much with it now because that's how huge it is. Wow. And so you say you have they have different houses. Can you talk about like just some of the the legendary of houses? Course, yeah, 
oh my god, it's like fifty different houses. Um, maybe twenty might have closed. Okay, but you have like the Chanel's, the Mizrahi's, the Balenciagas, the Mugler's, the Garcons, the Revlons. Um, it's so many, so the, many. The Ninjas, the you can yes. go on the Extravaganzas. It's so many different houses. It don't make no and, sense. And and you know, my introduction to ballroom culture was like I guess most people, Paris is burning, yes. right? Yes. When I saw that, it was just so, it was so captivating to me. Just you know, and then even as a heterosexual, just to know that there's this community, and they're very close knit, mm-hmm. and, and for the most part, for each other, right? Yes, yes. And I, I, I kind of just love something about that. And then you know, of course, me uh, growing and, and and growing out of that, um, out of that homophobic stage, mm-hmm. I just really thought it was a beautiful community. And yeah, I, I really love the movie, the film, and I think what I love about it—I'm sorry—I think what I love about it the most is it's something that no one else have in the world. Yes, yeah. it belongs to us. Yes, it's something we have started. It's something that no—I I, don't—I can never see nothing else like this done ever in my lifetime. Period. Yeah, and for me to do 31 years of it, that told me right there that I enjoy it, I love it, and it's just a part of my history. Period. Yes. Yeah. And so with the houses, can you explain the the, the family structure? Like- yeah, the family structure is basically is built on um, people. Um, when you gay, you kind of shut it out of your real family. A lot of houses and a lot of family don't want gay people in their family. Not all. I was I was gifted. My family was good with me. Okay. But I have so many different kids where their moms kicked them out. Their father kicked them out. I have kids that had, that had suicide and killed themselves because of the family and all kind of things. So that's how it really started. It started with let's get our friends together and let's make our own families because we need help. Basically, we would help. So we'll get a, a powerful mother, a powerful father figure and find kids together and we'll group them all as one. And we're really a family in certain ways. We fight, we cry, we fuck, we, you know, all yeah. kind of, we, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's everything around this, yes. where it happens in this society. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So everything that you can do in a real life is done in this family, period and Every type of way from the drugs to the sex to the rock and roll, everything. Barbecues. All of it. (laughs) All of it, basically. And that's and that's what it's really about because they don't have no family. So when they finally get a grip of us or whatever house they are in, it's really a complete family. And that's really what it is. And 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 what how how do you choose your house? Is it just based on maybe like, okay, your your friend was in this house, let me join this house or it's so many different ways. So many different ways. Um, some is your friend is in the house. I yeah. want to go with my friend. Yeah. Some is wait and they just feel where they fit in because they looking at every house to see where they fit in. Okay. Some people is social climbers. Okay. I, I will go where I think I could get the better shine for me. Okay. You know, so some mothers and fathers find the kids as well. Okay. So you have so many different ways where you, how you can get into a house. All right. And you were the founder of... Yeah, I started. House. I'm the one that started Ms. Rahi completely myself. Did you just like, all right, I'm going to start my own house? Was there a particular reason why you yes, started? Yes, it was a reason. Okay. I started as um, a Labasia first. First of all, no, first I was uh, over this for like two weeks. I never walked anything. Mm-hmm. They said I got in there too easy. They was having a big argument about me. I just said I'm going to depart from that. 
and so, um, my gay mom's named Stuart. She's a she's a pioneer in the scene as well. She said, "Well, you don't need to be them. You could come with me to Libasia." And um, he was a big name. He's a big name in, in the ballroom scene. So I was like, okay, well, I could go under him and he could show me the ropes or whatever. I went under him, which he never showed me the ropes. <laughs> but I was there and I was enjoying myself. And I started getting my own name because I was losing a lot, but I was still learning a lot, if that makes sense. So as a Libasia, I stayed there for maybe about a year, a year and a half, if the most. Um, maybe won like 24 trophies. Then the whole House of Libasia left and opened the House of Revlon. Okay. I was still new and didn't know. I thought everybody was leaving, so I left with them. Okay. But I realized that Pepper, Libasia from Paris is Burning, yes. stayed in Libasia. And I was saying to my mom, well, why did she stay? But it was shade, if y'all know what that yeah, means. Yeah. It was there was more like they was tired of her and the whole bullshit. Okay. So that's why they opened the House of Revlon. Everybody went with Revlon, so I didn't know no better, so I went too. Okay. I made my name completely as a Revlon. Um, before I left to open Mizrahi, I had 74 trophies. I didn't call myself a legend, but that's what they were calling me. Okay. Um, and I was really confused because I was like, I can't be a legend because that's putting me with Pepper. And yeah. Pepper is completely higher than, yes. so high, you ca- I cannot be with she's at. You get it? <laughs> yeah. So um, that's when my first ball came that I'd thrown. Um, leaving... Um, Libasia, <clears throat> um, I mean Revlon, yeah. going into Mizrahi. Okay. Why I became a, um, a Mizrahi is because me and my gay father was not getting along. Okay. Um, it was just a lot of arguments. Um, it was money battles because I was having a ball and he was just trying to take money. I didn't want to be in the middle of all that bullshit at that time no more. So I was like, you know what? I can either join another house or I can try to open my own. I didn't know what I was doing. I, but I just knew I had a drive for fun. You know, that's what I knew I always had. I never knew that I was stepping into a field that I was going to build like this. I never, ever knew that. I just knew it was just something. So I found the book because in them days you would find different designer names like Gucci, Chanel, and stuff like that to figure out what name that's powerful okay. to give to the world because that's what you would be using, you know. Yeah. So um, I came with about five names. And... um. What kept sticking to me was Isaac Mizrahi, and that's a famous designer from from Mm. New York City that, um, you know, makes clothes. So um, I couldn't call myself Isaac Mizrahi because it was too long. So I was like, Isaac is too normal. Mizrahi, I didn't like it at all at first because it was just so weird. But I was like, Andre, you're weird. You know, I already knew I was weird at that time. So I was like, I just stick with Ms. Rahi. And after a while, I guess that everybody would get used to it. That's how it started. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, where did Ms. Rahi come Yeah, from? yeah. I was yeah, just yeah. about, you know, he, he read our minds. And yeah. actually, I met him. I had met Isaac Ms. Rahi two times. Nice. One time we judged together. And um, everybody, Wendy Williams, always when, when she brings him on the show, she always like, did you meet the Ms. Rahis? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I finally met Andre. and da, da, da. So, yeah, it's, it's a good vibe with me and him knowing that he's a major complete star and he did not mind the gay community because he's gay as well. I was going to ask But he that, still yeah. didn't mind okay. for us to use his name. And this is still a blessing because you don't know, if you don't follow and don't know people, you don't want them to mess with your brand because that's your brand. Exactly. That's Absolutely. You live. So for him to even, you know, let us use his brand and to run with it, it was amazing because I've seen the house of Chanel, Coco Chanel, 
told the Chanel's, y'all cannot use this. Okay. We're going to sue y'all. Yeah. So they had to change it to International Chanel uh-huh. just to not get sued from Chanel. Mm-hmm. So I, I know how it worked. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But it, he was a blessing from day one. Dope, dope, yeah. dope, dope. You know, I saw you, um, and you know, it was a while back, of mm-hmm. course, but I saw you um, on the Steve, I mean, on, at the Apollo. Correct. I saw that clip with, with Steve. How? What, what was it like uh, being around Steve Harvey? I mean, when you introduced it to the audience, was it something totally new to them? Because, man, they just um, it was, it was completely out. new. And I think really what helped me is I, I was a pop locker all my life. Oh, a really? pop, yeah. I'm 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 more yeah, yeah, of you do it. I a see masculine you do it. vulgar. Mm. And there's not that many of them in the world. And it's not something I went for. That's just my character. You mm. know what I mean? I always portray myself as a man, regardless if I'm gay or not. I'm still a a, a hetero, you know, a man yeah, yeah. completely. Mm. So when I dance, I pop a lot. So usually when I vogue, I still pop with it. Yeah. So they just went crazy with it. I don't know. They just loved it because they didn't know what it was. They seen the difference with it, but they loved it, and I won. I yeah. was the first one and the only one to ever win on Showtime at the Apollo Voguing by myself. Wow. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Uh, and one other thing, a small thing, I noticed. I noticed he he cut you off. Like he ain't let you. <laughs> if you go back and look at the video, he's like, "Where you from?" He's like, "I'm from." And then he just like kind of took the mic. Oh yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. But he really loved um every minute of it. Oh, like, he, did? he gave me praise, and that's phenomenal too. Because for you to be an older man. To me, you have witnessed so much in life already. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for you to like anything that a younger brother is bringing you yeah. is amazing. Absolutely. So that yeah. means you already knows what talent is because you've been around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you on TV, so you've seen much more than average. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. So he went, like, he really loved every minute. Even I won that one, but the next episode I lost, he was mad. He was completely mad. If I see, if I ran into Steve Harvey today, I still would believe that he would know exactly who I am mm-hmm. because that's how much history we had in that maybe 15 to 20 minutes yeah. of that time. Yeah. 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 Wow. So I, I read somewhere that after that performance, you gained some some attention from celebrities um, yeah, and stuff. It, what's so weird is before that performance, mm-hmm. Um, I did a little bit of stuff like I did RuPaul, uh-huh. um, It's Raining Men video. Okay. Um, I've Corey done, it? Um, no, I'm oh, in it, though, oh, and I'm on it. an album cover as well. Oh, nice. But, yeah, and I've done little, little things, but my name completely skyrocketed after the Apollo. It pushed me to do the BET Awards with Little Kim, um, MTV Music Awards with P. Diddy, um, Missy Elliott. Like, everything that it, it graduated me to, the Honey, I, the movie Honey I was in, yeah, it, it, it did that. that. So it just completely moved my career, period, after the performance of the That's, Showtime wow. with the Apollo. And maybe because it was on TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. And after that, so many different people was calling me. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I just, uh, you know, I recently saw a video of you at the age of 50, and I saw. A, I'm pretty sure you were like in your third, maybe 30 back yeah. then uh-huh. with Steve Harvey. Yeah, I was 30. I'm like, man, that brother moved the same. <laughs> <laughs> I was Thank like, you. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, because I'm 57, right? Okay. And and I, but what I saw, and, and I know nothing about, you know, that dance style. Correct. But you watching all these different dance styles, like yeah. you say, I saw some. Popping, I saw some locking. Yes. I saw a little break dancing yes. in there. I even saw it. I'm a yoga. Yeah. I'm a yoga lover. Yes. I even I was like, man, that brother doing yoga yeah. at that pace. <laughs> I ain't gonna try that because I'm end up my back gonna be all thrown out. But every but yeah, I, I I was just like, 
it was just amazing watching you. you, bro, Thank because you. at 50 years old, yes. you don't mind me saying that. No, I'm, I'm blessed to be 50. Yes. And I tell the world that I'm 50 wherever I go. Yeah. And they do something like Stars and Statements yesterday that they did yes. when they called me out. Yeah. Sometimes I put up a five and a zero yeah. because I want the person to say that I'm 50 before my performance. Because it shows the world that regardless of whatever age you are, Absolutely. you can definitely show a difference in life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I want to be one of those that completely can take this further if i can do it at 60 i will you will i can still do it on my head at 50 yes you never know what i can do at 60 yeah. you know absolutely what I mean? so yeah i'm good yo i'm mm. really good and i'm blessed that god have gave me you know the opportunity to be who i am and to show the world the, of the talent that i do have yeah yeah, yeah i can yeah. see it through his through the energy and, and then the energy of the crowd i mean i mean going back to that apollo thing man them people is jumping all over the place like they just won the lottery or something yeah. <laughs> even i was like damn yeah. you messed up my man i gotta i gotta drink and it's so wine, weird to you know me then i didn't know what i was doing then don't get me wrong i was still 20 years in the game mm. but to me i guess after a certain amount of years of anything that you do mm. the artistry is so in you yeah. you know what i mean it don't matter what you throw to me. I, I'm i good, yo. Okay. I would Whoa. figure it out to the best of my ability. And that's what 31 years done for me. You yeah. know what I mean? But at that time now, I think right now, if you put me on Apollo, I would fuck their brains up, yo. Because <laughs> I would build stages and everything. It's a whole different way of life to serve now than compared to what I've done then. Yes. But and, and people were saying, Andre, you should go back because they got something now on Apollo oh, again do. where they want people to come back, you you know what I mean? Please and they was like, back. Andre, it's 20 years now. You should go back and do this one more time. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. I was like, well, you know what? It is something to show because I'm 50 now. And from 30 to 50, I don't think my energy is that different either. Mm. So it is something to show. So I was really thinking about going back just because. Don't think about it, brother. Do it. <laughs> Thank you. You know, because I can see Steve Harvey. I'll be watching the show. And that's another reason I wanted to go because he's Please. still on here. Please. So, yeah, for him to be, he would be like, get the fuck up out of here, yo. <laughs> 20 years later, this yeah. man is back and he's still on his head. Still and and then he's going yeah. to have him on the Steve Harvey show. And what's weird is when I was, I was on my head then, but I couldn't move. Now I can walk on my head. Yes. Like I can walk I on my head. That. You did that last and I night. Could, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it then. I could stand on my head and let's use yeah. my feet. But now I can walk down the street. Like I can meet you at the corner if I needed to. You get it? <laughs> on your head. Yes, on my head. And that's what's, yeah, I couldn't do that then. So it's certain things I can do now that I just feel more comfortable. Yeah, more polished, it's, right? Yeah, more polished. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So talk about, uh, go ahead, you, what you got? This is the rawest brother we ever had on the raw. <laughs> Thank is. you, my brother. I think that got something to do with Brooklyn a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. it is. It is. I'm like, man, I love this brother's rawness. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kopi, how did, um, well, yeah, I wanted to ask Andre, what was your first connection with Kopi? How did that happen? With, with Yeah. Um, if I'm correct, the first connection, Kopi hit me up on MySpace. Do y'all remember yes, MySpace? Yes, I remember MySpace. Ancient. Yeah, she hit me up and was like, she lives in Japan and she learned how to, she's learning how to Vogue. And I did I ask you to send me a tape or something or something? And she sent me a video. And instantly I was like, you are Miss Rahi. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm one of those that I see talent instantly. Mm. I don't care if it's not polished. I know what it will be. Exactly. And I just always had that talent. And since then, she was a Ms. Rahi instantly. I was like, oh, yes, I could, yes, Ms. Rahi. And then not even, I think the same year you came to New York? The same year, by herself, 
I was like amazed this lady have got on the plane yeah. by herself and came down there and walked the ball and everything first year of becoming a musician. In a foreign and since country. Then she, always, every year she got to New York. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and wow. you know, and that's something that's that I really thought was beautiful because it's like you know, here is this um, subculture, this small community that that started in New York City, mostly by um, black and Latino, um, correct. And then for this, you know, Japanese girl, you know, a lot of people looking at it, maybe it's just an Asian girl, to come from all the way across the world and be in this environment where, and I think Kopi mentioned this on on the other episode where. You have to, more than just dance, you have to show attitude. Yes. You have to show confidence. Swag. Swag. Earn, you have to earn, you have learn to... and earn everything. Yes. yes. And, and and she comes from a country that, in my opinion, is very introverted. Yeah, people are the opposite. They are not, they don't show their swag mm -mm. out in the street. I mean, they the don't. younger generation is slowly changing. Yeah. But just to come over to a foreign country and, and like, and to impress this brother here oh and show that swag. And she impressed she me on, on videotape. Mm. I didn't even see her in person, and I put her in the house. Because wow. I just, I, like I said, first of all, whatever you're doing on videotape, you're still doing in person. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're just not in person. Yeah. You get it? So at that time, I already knew she had what it took. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm so amazed because after I've seen the glorified talent, she took it to this level, yo. She yes. started commentating and walking and traveling and being the mother. It's only to be the international mother. You know what I mean? Only, so I yeah, was like, wow. oh, my God, this lady is actually took Japan, not only Japan. Yeah. If you really get technical, mm -hmm. she's the first lady ever from Japan to be a legend, to yes. be in America, to be from J to be Japanese, we never had no one but, like you said, Spanish and black. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The first one ever from another whole entity yeah. to come and just upset our community. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Just Amazing. threw a wrench in the game. Yes. 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 But and, a good wrench. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then, wow. So, Kopi, um, so... Did you like? How did you find the ballroom culture, the ball ball culture, ballroom culture? Excuse me. Yeah, so they were voguing team out here in Japan because uh, after Madonna's Vogue out, Vogue music video out, yeah, people started to Vogue, okay. yeah, like, just like imitating uh, the movement, yeah, from the music video, mm -hmm. and yes, the voguing was really popping in nineties. Yeah, okay. here and in that's how yeah, Japan. Yeah, so people were uh, voguing in the club and discos okay. yeah, to the music. And But I, I guess uh, people, they don't didn't really teach voguing uh, for the next younger generation. Yeah, that's why voguing uh, was kind of go, was going down uh, after, uh, like, two, 2000. Okay. Yes, but uh, a little people uh, from... Fukuoka, yeah, was still voguing, yeah. Then uh, one of my, one of my teacher, my first, actually, he's my first teacher, a voguing teacher. Uh, found, found them on TV show called Rave Two Thousand One. Yeah, so uh, they, they were a voguing team from Fukuoka, and and he was so amazed, and he went to learn, uh, voguing from the one of the team. Yeah, yeah. So then he took 
took vlogging to Tokyo and start, ah. started to teaching. Yes. And uh, I was in dance club in my university, and uh, my senior was uh, invited me to the dance event. And I, that's when I saw the vlogging for the first time. Okay. And I was so impressed that at first, at first I was like, oh my God, what, what is what is that dance? It's yeah. like it's like para para. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they were using arms and hands yes. a lot. Yes, so yeah, I was just amazed and I was so curious. And that at the next event he invited me, I saw the uh, one uh, one guy from the team again, and I asked uh, if he t- if he's teaching voguing class out here, and he he was teaching then. Yeah, so I t- I started to take his classes. And um, but I didn't know about the ballroom scene then. Yeah, but uh, I I wanted to uh, know more about the the voguing. So I looked up on YouTube and yeah, I I was just typed vogue and voguing, and I found a video that uh, there was a actually ball uh, from the south. I think I I don't know if it was in Atlanta or somewhere, but yeah, it was completely different from uh the style I was doing. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like it's just he's he just told before like it, people are dropping on the floor okay. like bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh is it still voguing? <laughs> yeah, yeah something like that. But yeah, it, was so, yeah. it was next level, right? Yeah next level. So I yeah I was so surprised that uh, this one is still called voguing and yeah I started to look up more and I found the ball, ball yeah on YouTube and I I was watching uh some people uh some famous pe- legends and iconic people. Mm. Yeah so that the one I really loved it was Andre. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. And he carried the name Mizrahi. And I saw, I, I, f- I had a, another one who I loved was Laomi. Okay. Yeah, Laomi used to be Mizrahi then. Yeah, and those two was uh, carrying the uh, same name of Mizrahi. So like I was like, oh, I want to be a part of Mizrahi yeah, to be with them. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, dope, dope. And, you know, Andre, like, um, you know, not only did she do all this stuff, uh, come to the States and, and, and be in these balls and just completely do her thing in that community, she brought it out here to Japan. Yes. Right? And set up, you know, extended the Mizrahi family Correct. to Japan, you know? And I, I just really found that dope. Um, actually, before, yeah, I, I couldn't go without mentioning her, um, Daisha. You know Daisha, right? Yeah. So Daisha is actually how I found out about Kopi. Oh. Yeah, and you Deja know, and, and then. Oh, no. uh, different Daisha. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and she introduced. Well, she told me about Kopi, and mm-hmm. then um, you know, I had you on, and because I, I was really intrigued about the the Vogue community and stuff. And if it wasn't for Kopi, I wouldn't have you on. So mm-hmm. you know, it's I, I really like the whole connecting. You know, we, we're all connecting. You yeah. know, it's just really dope. Now, we'll be uh, selling a brother short if he didn't name all the countries. Because when I was uh, reading about uh, reading one of your interviews, Mm -hmm. go ahead and name all the countries that, I mean, you are like international to the max. All the countries that I have been to? Mm Mm-hmm. I have, um, where I've been? I've been to London. (laughs) I've been to Paris. I've been to Russia. I've been to um, um, Japan. I've been to... um, Canada, that's part of America. Okay. I've been to, um, where else have I been? Am I leaving something out? I ain't been that many places, but okay. yeah, them is probably the places I've been. But but did you set up houses in 
each of those countries? Or? Um, we have, where we got houses at? I mean, we got Paris, we have London, we have um, Japan, Germany, Germany, and Russia. Russia. And yeah, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying to expand, expand uh, the chapters in. Asia yeah, okay. recently. So, so so they're called chapters. Yeah, chapters. Yeah. So okay, have, okay, okay. Yeah, we have yeah chapters of the house. Yeah, we have gotcha. chapter in Japan and Korea and Taiwan and China and Philippines and Thailand. Yes, so far. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, she's in charge of everything international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's why she's here. Yeah, mainly, that's, and that's mainly in Asia. And that's why yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's yeah. a legend and hopefully maybe an icon. Like yes. how, how, how do you get to an icon? Um basically the same way. Um you just keep going and she's leading that way. She's yeah. definitely going that way because she's she's she have done stuff that no one ever done. Yes. And that's the part of the steps to becoming an icon. To always do something that no one else have done in a community where you stand alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, she's definitely in them footsteps. Okay. All right. So yeah, back to to the 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 community itself. Um I know it started out in New York and then it established itself in, in Atlanta somehow? Um, okay, How yeah. It started happen? in New York City. From yeah. New York City, it was in Philly and New York. Okay, Philly and New York. Then from there, it went to Baltimore. Then D.C. So just basically go down. Then D.C. Yeah, then after that, it was V.A. Yeah, then um, from V.A. Then it was Chicago. Okay. Uh, it went straight Midwest. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> um, Atlanta started in 1996. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Like three years before I moved to Atlanta, it started. Okay. Um, and my gay moms is one of the reasons why it got really huge and big over there because he moved there first. And he's an icon as well. What's his name? Stuart. Stuart. Okay, got yeah, you. Yeah, he's you an okay. Um, Yeah, he moved there. And once he moved there, um, he's a big name in the community. So when they had a ball, it was huge because he's there now. So, yeah. and yeah, so that's how it got. Yeah, yeah that's how it got huge. In Atlanta, Georgia, or okay. whatever. And then from there, it just kept stretching. It's in St. Louis, it's in Kansas, it's in so it's the Carolinas. It's really basically everywhere. Yeah. And if it's not a chapter there, not of, um, it's right here, I'm saying a ballroom, then you still have individuals that live there. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's really everywhere. It's okay. domestically But everywhere. the biggest scenes, though, is it like New York the and The biggest Atlanta? scene is New York, Atlanta, and, and Chicago. Okay. Um, Because when, when I think of New York, I still think of Philly and, and D.C., because it's so close. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, New York, Atlanta, and Chicago, I would say is the three major cities that it's so many people. Okay. How do you feel about uh you know, oftentimes with hip hop, with 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 voguing, with with so many small cultures that start out and then they become big and then they then they become commercialized and and other people not Game. of the culture get involved. Like, how how do you feel about that these days? When you mean other people get involved, you mean do other people gain from it so much? Yes, and we don't gain yes. from it. That's yes. what you that's mean. What, that's where I'm going. With um. You. Oh Jesus, that's that that hits a spot. <laughs> Why it hits a spot? Because like, I've been here 31 years, so I've seen what Missy Elliott have took. I've seen what have Janet Jackson have took. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched. And don't get me wrong, I know that you are who you are, but at the end of the day, at least give back to the community. Grab some of them and and, and yes. showcase them. Yes. That's why I do give Madonna props. Okay. Because at the end of the day, she took the house of extravaganza and made them who they were. And and that went viral. You yeah. get it? Yeah. If it wasn't for her doing that, because she did it. 
it wouldn't have been a Jose extravaganza to show the world and a Willie Ninja. He wasn't a part of that, but that helped him as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Certain things have helped this community and the stars like Beyonce or somebody can grab one person and push them so far, which they don't do that. And, yeah. But at the same time, like I have two friends that's with... um. What's it, Rihanna? And they they choreograph, and they both Vogas. They Sean and Hurricane. And to me, um, I think she could have gave them more than not money wise. I'm just talking about yeah. more shine yeah. or more something with them so they can blow up as well. Yeah. And that's the only thing I regret that a lot of stars do not do. Okay, because what, everybody uh, need to feed, you know. So why do you think that you you think that the the hyper mask even though these are women mm -hmm. do you think that their genre uh they're afraid of maybe uh let's say pissing off the hyper masculine image of of who they entertain like you know beyonce's married to jay-z and Correct. rap is a very Correct. hyper masculine you know something like that you think that that could be um, um a part of it yeah. yeah i do a little bit um because Prejudice is so still here. Yeah. 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 I don't care. It's and it's not going nowhere no time soon. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong, I love where we at now. Yeah. We on TV. Yeah. We you know, we we basically we're here. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. full force. Yeah. But at the same time, you as you can see, transgenders is getting murdered almost every time I turn around, I see a picture of a transgender getting murdered somewhere. Yeah. You know, so you know, the prejudice is is, is still there so strong. So that is a little bit of about it because at the end of the day, you don't see one rapper ever that's a man, which we are talented in so yeah. many ways mm -hmm. to bring us forth. Because the first thing they're gonna worry about is, um, you know, their skin yeah. of them finding out if they are gay yes. or questioning their, you know, yeah. their yeah. heterosexuality and yes. all of this, yeah. and they're not good in their skin. Yeah, right. And yeah. that's the problem that we're having. So many people are not good in their skin with fucks up with a lot of other people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad. I don't even think it got nothing to do with the talent or you scared that your talent is better than this one so you don't want to bring them. I don't think it have nothing to do with that. I think yeah. it's really something to do with the, the sex. The sex, yeah. The, that they're gay, sexuality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really do believe that. Yeah. And, and you know, just like, even last night, you know, the, the show you guys had, the event you guys had, for me, I felt good in my skin, you yeah. know, as a heterosexual, yeah. being in that type of environment, and I really enjoyed it. And, yeah. and what what I really realized, you know, I had a friend who attended the event as well, Jimmy, um, and, you know, we was talking about the, the event, and he was saying how, like, you know, it's all these Japanese people here, and we know, um, you know, in Japan, it's um, for a lot of people... They can't, they have to put family in like this kind of societal image mm -hmm. first before mm -hmm. they put individuality, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just felt like being in that environment last night that, you know, you got all these people that are probably putting suits on and have a nine to five and, and, and probably. They got not, a double life. Yeah, they have a double life. Yeah. And, and they can't. Uh, that's 80% of the world. Yes. yes. It's not only J Japanese. No, it's yeah, you're right. 80% of the world. You know how many 
closet cases is out here that's sad and yeah. that's a part of the diseases that's going around too is because whatever you got you don't you don't want to stay with one person you want to sneak with somebody else so now you're giving somebody something that yeah. you might have didn't even know you had because you sitting there having two and three different lovers you know what I mean yeah. one mm-hmm. girl one boy come on now yeah, yeah. At, at least whatever you doing be true of who you are right. and not give it to somebody else or or let your partner know and that's the problem yeah it's yeah. it's a lot yeah. of that it's yeah. a lot I got a problem with the word down low brother oh yeah you know what I'm that's saying? the closet I, cases you know I, yeah. I used to be able you know back in the day we used to be able to say yo man you know i'm gonna be on the down low this weekend now if you, you say that they're gonna be like yeah man i know you was, yeah, 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 yeah 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 but that's, that's, you know, that's a big problem that's something that you i i know from reading um several articles that you're big about is like promoting um Sending the message out there to take care of yourself, right? Completely. Because completely. HIV is a thing. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and it's not even HIV, really. You know what? And don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was in, when I came out in 1988, they was dropping like fucking flies yes. with, with yeah. AIDS completely. Yeah. Yeah. I was so nervous. At the end of the day, why am I still here? All my friends is dying. You yeah. know, they didn't really have no meds at that time yeah. that was taking care of people. So every time I turned around, I was either at a funeral or I'm in a hospital watching one of my friends die. Mm. Sin here, completely black scaled looking looking like aliens completely mm-hmm. so you know I've came from that era that- to all the way to now and you, it's a big difference I've got friends that actually is HIV positive over 25 years that is a long time to live and still live and I know one person 30 years you get it yeah. so if, if you can live 30 years you can live forever if you take care of yourself right. now to move off of that people it, it's not even a HIV no more it's yeah. so many different things out here killing you now Yeah. from yeah. high blood pressure from yes. anything, from cancer, from, you know, all kind of different diseases. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's better to know what's going on inside you yes. than not to know. Absolutely. And that's really what it's about, period. Mm-hmm. I'd rather face whatever I got to face mm-hmm. for extra day than hide behind it and just drop dead in the middle of the street. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... Open up and tell everybody what you're going through yeah. because everybody's not good with your life. You don't you don't need to tell everybody your secrets if you have any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if it's a personal friend, okay. Yeah. But everybody should not know your demons or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Right, because right. everybody's not good for you. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you find ways to take care of yourself yeah. completely. And you know, at, at first, I was one of them that you know that didn't know how to take care of myself in certain ways. I have high blood pressure. I'm running around here not even taking my pill you know yeah, what I mean yeah. at the end of the day when a doctor told me no you can drop dead because it's a silent death I'm like what is silent you know after you break it down to me oh yeah you don't know that you could just drop dead in the middle of the street when it's going to happen but you can because your blood is too high take this pill it's not going to hurt you Absolutely. and then you can go dance and do what the hell you need to do yeah. but without this pill you're going to drop the fuck dead yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and if you cannot get that in your brain then it's not for you to be on earth no more yeah. right. you know and that's the way and I'm stern like this I tell yeah. my kids the same way I'm talking to y'all yeah. I talk to my kids yeah don't get me wrong. Cry it out. Whatever you got to go through, let's go through this in two days. Yeah, right. I'm giving you. I'm giving you 48 hours, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do yeah. whatever you got to do. But Don't after know. that 48 hours, hit me up so we can figure this out and go where the fuck you need for help. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if you do not get the help, you're gonna drop dead. Right. Yeah. And the help so, is out there. Yeah. And and you can live with it now. So it mm-hmm. ain't no reason to cry. Bitch, and, 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 and anything yeah. that's going on, there ain't no reason and, to cry. And that's and why the thing you're the about, father. That's yeah, why you're the yeah, that, yeah. And the thing to, about it is, is that um, 
Arthur Ashe died. Yeah. You know, he yeah. wasn't gay or anything yeah. like that. Right. Now, you know, you got guys who are get, you know, passing through needles and all this that, and, and the other. And it's and like you said, the the, the um the ones that's in the closets is going around giving a lot of heterosexuals this shit because mm-hmm. only because they don't even know their partner got the shit or they don't even know they messing with men. You yeah. get right, it? There's right. so many different ways yeah. you can catch HIV. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, to even get off of that, you still gotta worry about every other disease out yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fucking you up. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer ain't no motherfucking joke. Yeah. No, yeah. no, yeah. hell no. Yeah. And cancer don't give a fuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just like any disease. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. Yep. So, what else you got planned while you're in Japan, man? Um, just to have fun. Yeah. I'm just enjoying myself, and I was in a few stores and I love it because I'm a clothes freak. Mm. Okay. I love clothes, and I was in a few stores Damn. looking at clothes. But... Man, we could hook this brother up with Reggie Casual. Oh yeah, yeah, Reggie Casual. Yeah, man. Reggie Casual. They got a brother named Reggie Casual. Okay. Shout out to Reggie Casual. Yeah, and he's the only black fashion. What what, what would you call him? The fashion mentor or expert? Expert they call yeah. in Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. he he. You know, he speaks, he, he, reads, and writes oh, Japanese. He knows they. He knows the fashion industry over here, up, down, left, right, that's top, bottom, yeah. and he looks like us. That, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, up. you know it'd be nice if they could hook up. Yeah, yeah and you go into Osaka, right? Um, yes, there and then Taiwan. Okay. Oh yeah. Before that, are we gonna perform together? Yeah, for a studio performance. Yeah, okay. Tomorrow. Today, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow okay. and day after tomorrow. So we're gonna perform at the Trunk Hotel. Yeah, for the. That's Monday, a- right? Yeah, Monday night. Uh, we're gonna perform for the Ace Charity Event. Okay. Yeah, together. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm gonna try to make that one. I'm gonna yes, try, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, man. You. So it was great to have you on, man. and yeah. Again, this brother then brought so much damn energy to the van. The air conditioning <laughs> running. It's hot as a motherfucker in here. <laughs> nah, and I just, I just love your rawness, though, brother. Uh, that, thank that, you, that, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and, and to me, because raw. And I learned I mean, that from my mom, yo. Yeah. My mom's Jesus Christ. That's in ballroom, yo. Yeah, that's really my life, and I, I tell people that them three people right there, okay, them three things, mm. that's, that's, you. that's who I am. Mm-hmm. A little bit of all of it, and my mom's is so raw, yo. Oh okay. man, my grandma yeah. was raw as a mother. Yes, and yeah. for her to be eighty-five, she's still raw, Curses still raw, and everything. Uh-huh. Like, you know what, Miss Clark? To so, me, to me, cussing is passion. Yeah, <laughs> like get you, it out, you, man. You got some passion, bro. That's <laughs> another thing I notice about watching all your performances, and you here in the man cave. Yeah, it's, it's I, I ain't got no more to say. Yeah. So, what, uh, for our listeners here, you want to say anything else about the ballroom culture that maybe I, I missed or something? Um, like- the only thing I would say about the ballroom culture is, um, because a lot of people they judge it before they get to see it or just come and see it. If you love it, you love it. If you don't, you don't. Everything ain't for everybody. But don't listen to nobody with anything in your life. Absolutely. Period. Try it out for one time. If you don't like it, then you go about your business and do what you got to do. And that's what ballroom is. Ballroom is is it's definitely a competition that I would love you to see. And it's two ways to like it. You could watch it just to watch as it a as spectator, a spectator. Yeah, like me, yeah. Or you could be one that wants to do it. Yeah. But either way, I I promise you 90% of anybody that watch it is going to be stuck yeah. in some type of way. Yeah. You know, and that's all I want. Don't judge it. Just watch it first and then judge it. Crabs get out of that bucket and learn some new things. <laughs> that's what the brother's saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, do you have any, like, uh, social media 
things that you want to shout um, out? Well, I got all the social medias, but what I stay on is Facebook. Facebook. Okay. I have two different Facebooks, and okay. one is Andre Mizrahi, and the other one is Andre Clark. That's my biological name. Okay. And it don't matter which one they on because my friends, I'm I'm completely gay. I can go. I have went to every part of the world, and somebody knew who I was, and that's really mm. oh, sad. Dope. But could could you spell your your your, your name? Because uh, Mizrahi, some people may not. Oh no, it is weird. Um, it's Andre A N D R E, and then Mizrahi is M I Z R A H I. Okay, Mizrahi. So that's Andre Mizrahi, and then my second page is Andre Clark, C L A R K with no E. Word. Um, and that's basically my Facebook. I stay on there more than anything. Okay. I have the Instagram, which is Father um, Mizza. Uh, okay. But I barely be on it. Okay. Mm. So if you want to catch me, you would catch me on Facebook and any time of the day. Okay. That's just my genre. I like okay. that. Do your Googles, bitches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you, man. I man, really enjoyed it, it's this. It's just great being in the presence of you, brother. Your energy, your uh, passion. Thank you so much. Kofi, thank you very much. Thank you. Man, yes. it, it, it's like, and, and you know, I saw, I saw, I saw some of your videos. Mm -hmm. You are so laid back, low key, mellow, <laughs> and then it's like, soon as you get on that dance floor, you just bust <laughs> the fuck out. Yeah. I'm telling you, yes, yeah. Yeah. Rawr! Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Andre Mizrahi, the icon, legendary mother, Kopi, mm. representing the house of Mizrahi. This is the Royal Urban Mobile Podcast. We out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com. Or you can head straight to Google and type in Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.